the ground now. I'm way too gone. Way too gone. All right, legends. Welcome back to yet another episode, dude, of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive. I personally am rattled this morning. Um, there is a lot going on in the world. You know, I just found out Halsey, the singer, is pregnant. Not mine. Thank God. That's all I'll say. Thank the Lord himself. Okay, but Jesus Christ, you wake up, Halsey's pregnant on your Instagram feed. Questions start to come up, you know. No, I've never slept with Halsey, but I thought maybe I listened to that song with Machine Gun Kelly enough to the point where maybe, I don't know, I, don't, I thought there was maybe some sort of a Spotify limit. Um, I don't really know how girls get pregnant, but I assumed it was through Spotify. So that was terrifying. She shot me a message, like I said, not mine, not mine. Um, it's actually some rich black guy. So thanking Joaquin for taking the bullet on that one. Um, and then this guy I went to school with just hit 200k on TikTok. I'm thinking, this guy's not even, he's not even funny. What's going on here? You know? No, I haven't posted a TikTok in over a month, but still, I, <laughs> I deserve it more than him. You know? And then I get on his, on his TikTok feed, as it were, and he's doing all inspirational life coach videos. He's one of these guys. He's the same age as me, and he's a life coach. Um, I don't care for that. I don't care for it one bit. And the thing is, dude, if you be more successful than me, I mean, bars low, go nuts. Uh, but to to do life coach videos on TikTok, I mean, it's it's really quite it's genius when you think about it, because you would think I'm you know if you're 24, 25, 26. No one's going to take you seriously as a life coach, you know? What do you know about life? The only person you know more about life then is a bunch of 16-year-olds. Holy shit, get on TikTok if you're a 23-year-old life coach. These 16-year-olds will froth on your pseudo-ancient wisdom, you know? I personally, the only life coach I need is Egg Boy. I mean, and maybe Shane Warne, if he will return my messages. But dude, I tell you what, it's a it's genius from my friend. If you if if you've got something to say that sixteen year olds might lap up, TikTok is the place for you, and you should get over there asap. Also, if you're just a really hot chick, um, I've been on the app a little bit, and hot chicks seem to do quite well on TikTok. Um, but yeah, so the world's moving on around me. You know, Halsey's pregnant. This bloke's bloody successful on TikTok, telling 16-year-olds how to control the room, how to be the alpha they've always wanted to be. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. My sister just got a new rabbit. Um, she got it for her birthday. Her friends got her a rabbit. Now, is that a good and responsible birthday present? No. No, it's not, Okay. My sister still lives with our parents. Um, I don't want to speak out of school, but mum was fucking furious, dude. Mum's giving the old, oh, when, I, when she gets home, when she gets home, you know, when when your mum starts making like really vague threats that sound violent, you know, she mum wasn't saying, I'm going to have a, a strong word with her. Mum was saying like, oh, when she gets home, she is not going to want to know me. She's not going to, 
know what hit her, you know? She's going to wish she never met me. You know, just these really vague threats. It's like, Jesus Christ, what are you going to do to her? You know, terrifying stuff. Uh, but this rabbit, it's pretty good because my sister called it Tiffany and then later found out it's actually a boy rabbit. A man rabbit, if you will. Well, it's quite young, so it's a boy rabbit. So now we've got this transgender rabbit running around the Darcy house. And this thing is furry. This thing is cute. And this thing is... Pro it's the first rabbit that she's had that hasn't bit me. So I personally am loving this transgender rabbit. And it may be question: maybe we should have had transgender rabbits this whole time. Because when we were growing up, my sister's rabbits would always bite me and my brother. Uh, I don't know if she trained the rabbits to do that. I personally think she is, in fact, capable of doing something like that. You know, because the rabbit and her, they were always together, always in cahoots. Next thing you know, this thing's bitten onto my calf while I'm trying to watch How I Met Your Mother. You know? I'm sorry, do my calves smell like carrots? No. No, they do not. Okay? There was that morning I woke up in a veggie bin, but we didn't have a rabbit at the time. But dude, I tell you what, this new rabbit's good because it doesn't bite me. And I personally have a rule. I don't want to get bitten by anything I could fucking drop kick for a field goal. Okay? If I can kick you through the, the freaking uprights from 40 meters out, don't bite me. Okay? Because all you do is push me closer to the edge of putting my left boot through you. Okay? And that goes for, dude, not just rabbits, but uh, even, you know, children, possums, um, you know, bandicoots. I won't, I won't have it. I simply won't have it. Okay? Bite me at your own risk, small things. Thank you. So, what's up next? Uh, oh, dude. So, what about this gig I did last week? Oh, and I will crack into... Um, what was obviously a pretty aggressive weekend for me in just a second. But this, uh, this gig I did last week, it's a great gig. It's at this magic club. Uh, the, the guy, the guy who owns it is like a, like a renegade eccentric magician. You know, I've talked about him a bit before, but he's just, he's awesome. You know, like, uh, he, he smokes backstage, uh, and he's just a renegade. Like he cooks in his thongs. He's just, He's bloody hilarious. One, the first time I went there, he said, Bill, mate, nice nice to meet you. Thanks for coming and playing the club. He goes, mate, you're in luck. It's a beautiful crowd we have here. Friendly faces, mate. They love to laugh, mate. They want to laugh. I go, awesome. That sounds great. And he goes, yeah, but if they don't laugh, fuck those cunts. Fuck those cunts. And I was like, right. This guy's a real glass empty, glass overflowing type character. And I fucking love it, dude. Zero to a hundred, you know, anyone who wants to sit in the middle, hit the bricks, dude. Grab yourself a couple of Carlton drafts and get out of my face. All right. I love this guy, but I'm doing this gig and this magic club, they got a pro night and they got a, like a new jokes night. Uh, and the new jokes night is super fun because you can just try new jokes and like the crowd is, you know, they know you're trying new jokes. So like they're a bit more friendly when you're bombing. And um, then the pro night, you just go up there and rip it and it's great. But the thing with the pro night is they want you to do 10 minutes, which is fine, but they want you to do 
sort of basically exactly 10, you know, give or take 30 seconds, which is fine, but they also won't light you. So it's up to you to work out how long you've been up there. And that's okay if you're freaking Jerry Seinfeld talking about fucking shampoo for exactly nine and a half minutes. And you're not, you know, you're not saying a single word out of script. And, you know, you, that, that's how you roll. You're just basically a freaking wind him up and hit play type character. But unfortunately, Billy Darcy catches riffs and he catches them often. Um, and he regrets referring to himself in the third person. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, so basically I get up there. So what I've done this time, because last time I went, I think I did maybe 13. When you're supposed to do 10. So I thought, let me let me be a pro. So I, I got to get a watch. I don't own a watch. Um, I personally don't care for them. I've got the time on my phone or anyone else's phone. Remember, you can just ask people for the time. Never forget that. You have that ability within yourself to acquire the time pretty much whenever you need it. Uh, so, yeah. The only wrist, uh, what do you call it? wrist apparel that I wear is this beautiful wristband from Woody's in Byron Bay. And so I don't have a watch. So I ask Maka for a watch. The only watch he has is uh, a girl's watch that someone left at our house. So I go, does anyone else have a watch? The answer is no. So I go, right, I've got to wear a girl's watch. And it's a pretty girly watch as well. Like there's flowers on it. Um, it's it's quite girly. Uh, so I've, I've got the watch and I've got it. All you need to do is just click it. So I've stopped the watch on midnight. And just before I go on stage, all I need to do is just hit click. And we're off to the races. Now, you don't need to provide me with a light. I've provided my own source of timekeeping. So I get up there, immediate poor riff start because these chicks are talking through me at the start. I don't, I'm not doing my opener when people are talking through it. So chat to them for a bit. Bup, 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 bup. I'm sort of zigging and zagging a bit. I'm having a great time. I think I'm maybe eight minutes in, maybe, but I'm all over the shop. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm talking to the crowd, It's but it's going great. I looked down at the watch, forgot to click it. Now we are in fucking time wilderness, okay? It could be midnight. It could be June next year, dude. I don't know. Have I even been born yet? Am I still a dream? Am I still a twinkle in my mum's eye? Am I 37? How many kids do I have? Did I just wake up from a nap? What is happening? Okay? So now the wheels are off. I'm riffing and raffing. I still haven't completed my first sort of chunk, which I think goes for about six. But also, I've been ripping on this guy's hair for about three minutes, so who knows what's going on? So I'm, I finish my bit, and then I go, all right, I've got to do one more. Bah, bah, bah. I'm thinking, oh, probably got to get off. Probably went a bit over. Uh, oh, well. Shit. Fucked it up again. I come off. The guy, the booker is immediately just like, 17 minutes how the hell could you do 17 minutes and i'm like ah oh, fuck i like i forgot to click my girl's watch <laughs> i'm so sorry you know if time is a slippery concept okay the only uh, slipperiest concepts available to man time how long it's the uber's really going to take it says three minutes okay 
It says three minutes, but he could be seven. I don't know this man. Okay, so time itself, and then how long an Uber will take, and then women. Those are the three slipperiest concepts available to men at all times. And yeah, so fucked it up. Um, really blew that gig. But I mean, the 17 minutes, if you're on the other side of the fence as a crowd member, all I can say is you're welcome. Okay, you're welcome. I mean, the, the cost of the ticket, you got an extra seven minutes of Billy D. It's, I don't know where you're from. Where I'm from, that's called a treat. That's called a bit of extra dessert. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I fucking screwed that up big time. But anyway, that's okay. Uh, now, okay. All right. I know many of you have been waiting for this moment in particular. And here it is. I apologize for my tips over the weekend. Is that what you want? Is that what you fucking bloodsuckers want? Yes, I was wrong several times over the weekend, okay? Uh, yeah, booster seat did not come in at number two. So we'll start with Saturday. Okay, Friday we had quite a quiet night, um, sort of knowing there was quite a couple, couple of huge sessions ahead of us. Quiet night Friday. You know, it feels like Santa's coming. Because you got you got freaking hottest one hundred day, dude. And dude, I yeah, you know, so much stuff about changing the date of Australia Day. I pers- I it's hottest one hundred days the one for me. If if January twenty sixth is upsetting people, fuck it off. I'm so in favour of changing the date. I had so much fun on Saturday. It wasn't even Australia Day, you know. Australia Day to me is just listening to the hottest one hundred and getting blind. And I could do that as long as the sun's out. I'm in, dude. Change the date. I couldn't. I'm, I'm so in for it. I don't see what the big issue is. So here's the thing. Saturday is hottest 100 day, and it's just the best day of the bloody year. Now, I've loaded up on booster seat to win, okay? Because I personally don't think Heat Waves is a, is a very good song, and that's, how, that's what it is, dude. But so I load up on Spacey Jane, and then I read an article the week before that the Kid Leroy was the 95th most streamed artist on Spotify in the world. He went past Kendrick Lamar, okay? Then I'm on Sportsbet the morning of the Hottest 100. I have a, I have one of my gut instinct moments, you know, where you just really connect with, God, just what's inside, the man in the mirror, you know? You hear him talking to you, the real Billy D. What are you saying, mate? He's saying the kid Leroy is, is coming third. And he's paying $17. It's time to load up. And by load up, I mean put a gentleman's $10 on it. But dude, I couldn't... So I got the Kid Leroy to come third, Spacey Jane to come first, and I'm looking at a fair chunk of change. Uh, so I'm pumped. And then that's just paying for your night out. So we have a great time at my place. We have some friends over. Uh, and... My neighbor jumped off our garage into the pool, which is like absurdly dangerous. Like our, our pool is not really near our garage. It's like a five meter jump. You got to jump out a long way to make the pool. And if you don't make the pool, dude, you just nothing but sweet, sweet concrete to greet you at the bottom. So that was crazy. Uh, we're having a great time. Bup, bup, bup. The Kid Leroy came 34th not third okay so i was 31 spots off and yes i was wrong 
Yes, I apologize. Uh, I think, honestly, being wrong as much as I am is good for the soul. Keeps you humble. Very hard to be arrogant, and I still manage to. Don't you, don't you worry about that. But very hard to be arrogant when you're publicly wrong as much as I am. Uh, but very hard to not post your tips to Instagram when you think you're a million percent right. So it's tough across the board. I don't have all the answers. But Hottest 100 was a great time. Went out that night. You could tell it was a big weekend because the bouncers that usually slip us into the pub didn't want to know us. You know, it was all, hey, who are you? You know, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of, hey, you're going to have to light up like everyone else there, champ. Brutal. Brutal. But we had a great time. I personally got blind as a bat Saturday night. Uh, and I don't think we even had a kick on. I don't think we did. Well, we had Conor McGregor the next day. I don't think we had any friends over. I don't think we even had a kick on Saturday night. Because it's a bloody long day, you know. You get home at freaking one thirty when you started at midday. That's basically... that could, You could pretty much say that's like one stage of the Tour de France. That's pretty much what you've completed. So, next day, I wake up like a kid on Christmas. Connor, the notorious McGregor, is back. And we've got maybe 30 blokes coming over. Whatever the maximum amount of people you can legally have in Sydney is, that's the amount we had. Okay, not a person more. So we, we set up the TV outside. Everyone's in the pool. Freaking chairs everywhere. Everyone's gambling. Um, and it's great. We got f- freaking five bottles of proper 12. You know, we, we're getting festive as fuck, dude. Okay? It's Conor McGregor Day. And it's, it's a great day to be alive. And, you know, coming off my hottest 100 losses, as it were, I thought, you know, music's hard to predict. Luckily, Conor McGregor's left hand is not subjective, okay? That is an objective item that if it hits you in the face, you're going to sleep. So I load up on McGregor, several multis, all of which involved Dan Hooker and Conor McGregor winning, okay? Now, I won't bore you with the details. Dan Hooker and Conor McGregor were knocked out aggressively. Both of them took minutes to get up. And I was wrong once again. Now, I'm all for banter. I'm all for having a laugh, as it were. But some of the messages I received on Instagram were nothing short of appalling. Okay, and they came in thick and they came in fast. Um, The abuse, the personal attacks, um, and just some of the language I found to be, honestly, reprehensible. Okay, so next time you're messaging some bloke with a podcast telling him to kill himself, maybe have a look in the mirror, okay? (laughs) Maybe have a look in the mirror. But yes, I apologize. My tips are crap. I was wrong. It was all over the shop. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you be a multi, multi, multi multi-millionaire and still be a good fighter? I don't know. I don't know. Floyd Mayweather did it for years, but he's also hit multiple women. So I think he just likes punching people full stop. Uh, Can Conor McGregor come back? I think if he doesn't fight Dustin Poirier or Nate Diaz next, I don't think he will come back. I don't think he will. Or he'll do some cool boxing fight, you know? 
kind of over the whole novelty boxing thing, but I could see him doing it. But yeah, hugely disappointing day. Um, I won't name names, but one bloke at the party did in fact shed a tear when Conor McGregor lost. Uh, and he was sitting next to me, so that was uncomfortable. I got up and left. Uh, but afterwards, we're getting blind. I personally turned to the bottle um, to quell my, you know, feelings, my upsetness. Upsetness, I should say. And then I had the worst thing that could happen to you happen. I'm on the couch outside in the backyard, sun shining, just slaughtering proper 12. Absolutely slaughtering it. Um, and then I wake up in my bed. And you have that feeling where you go, something's not right here. Something's gone awry. Uh, dots need to be connected. And I knew something was bad because I don't remember nighttime. I didn't get to nighttime. I made it to about 7.30 maybe. I blacked out. And I tell you what, if you want to black out, and I don't know why you would, but my advice would be not to do it in front of 35 ravenously pissed 25-year-old blokes uh, because you'll be shown no mercy. Uh, there, was, there was painting all, all over me with zinc, stacking rubbish on top of my head. Um, I think some of the boys were even... Um, like holding me up and like tackling me into the into the couch, you know, just getting a bit of early footy training in with my limp corpse. Um, but I was dead to the world. I could not be shaken nor waken, as it were. Uh, and yeah, so I just I just blacked out basically. Um, but those things happen, and you know, I've never blacked out like that before. Just gone to the world, like. Like, I've blacked out before, but usually you see it coming. Like this. I was just sitting on the couch thinking, how good's this? Bam! You're gone. All over Red Rover. So, tough pill to swallow. There's no doubt. Uh, but it was a fun day. And I enjoyed every bloody second. So, okay. So then we come to Monday. I was disgustingly hungover. Just couldn't even get off the couch. Uh, watched Friends most of the day. Took naps. Dude, have we spoken about how much Friends absolutely fucking bangs, dude? Friends is the best show ever. I never watched it properly before. I only caught, like, the odd episode as a child. Uh, but Friends, dude, it's so good. Is anyone aware of this? Is this common knowledge how fucking good this show is? Dude, I, it, it's right up there with How I Met Your Mother for mine. Maybe better than How I Met Your Mother. Hey, just let me finish this thought. But dude, Friends is very good. Chandler, I think I'm getting funnier as a person from watching Chandler zing people every two seconds. Um, Rachel and Monica are without a doubt the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life. And, you know, Ross, he's a bumbler. He's a fool, but he plays his part. Joey, I mean, what needs to be said? That guy is a bloody character. And I like how in Friends, they're all like kind of 26 and struggling in their life. I don't know why I relate to that, but for some reason I do. You know, like they're all poor and just sort of getting by. It's great. But they're always doing it with a smile on their face. 
And uh, it's such a good show, dude. And it's actually filthy as well. Dude, when you grow up, you realize the shows you were watching at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday night on Channel 10 were actually laced with pure filth, mate. Pure filth. And I don't know how they get away with it. I don't know what the TV practices are, but like the jokes are disgusting, but they're so well done how they're like, like they don't, you know, they don't say like, oh yeah, did you fuck that guy? You know, they do it with a bit more nuance than that. A subtlety, if you were. And, oh, it's just a fantastic program. No one tell me any plot points. I'm up to season two. And from what I can tell, I've got about 150 episodes to go. And I will continue to plow through. I'd love to make it till the end. But it's a big ask. Um, but yeah, dude, I tell you what, I'm absolutely loving Friends. So good. And I love this thing how, like, it's the best thing about TV shows, how you've got hot chicks playing not hot chicks. And by that, I mean, like, Monica will come in and be like, oh, my God, I wish I had a boyfriend. I can't get a date. You know, I'm so I'm so pathetic. I haven't had sex in six months. And it's like they never address the fact that she is one of the hottest chicks to ever live. Never comes up. Never even enters the realm of bloody anything. You know? It's unbelievable. And that's why I love I love uh, stuff from the 90s. Dude, stuff from the 90s, like the fashion is fucking cranking in the 90s. Like some stuff they wear is absolutely reprehensible and other stuff just fucking cranks, dude. I'm all about friends at the moment. I'm loving it. But then we get to Tuesday. Now we did the better 100 at my place. And a fair few people did their own better 100s. Uh, they sent me some messages and stuff. Loved it all. Thank you for participating. Um, but yeah, we saw some great times out there. Now, the better 100 is just great. So we had a big canvas and we just, um, we had one to 100. And you just got to fill it out as you go. We just did whoever's song came on, you put it on the board. Uh, there were six of us in the countdown. And... What a, what a day. There were some, some genuine robberies, I believed, untouched by the Veronicas, came in at, in the 70s. Um, and what were some other ones? Mr. Brightside, again, failed to crack the top 50. Uh, some of my songs were much lower than I thought they should have been. But I also had some, some crankers in the top 10. And there, we had some laughs as well. We did, we did the joke interviews. Me and Macca interviewed the lads. Um, some of the interviews turned quite hostile and some of the day turned hostile. I'll be honest. You know, that's the thing with the better 100 friends become enemies, enemies become friends. But the great thing about the better 100 is you put all these songs into this, into this playlist, you hit shuffle and it's completely random. So anyone can win. Anyone can lose. We all put 20 bucks in. So the winner got 120 bucks. And the great thing is this is a perfect example. We get into the top seven. I still have three songs left in the countdown. Okay? Statistically, I'm pretty much guaranteed to win. I got like a one in two chance of winning. Bam. Seven, six, five. All my picks. I'm out. That's it. You know, you can get that close. It's a cruel mistress, the better 100. She'll love you and leave you. She'll chop you and drop you. She'll root you and boot you etc etc 
you know and that's what happened to me you know into the top seven with three songs shoulders back talking a lot of shit to the boys i'm not gonna lie spitting on some people uh and then bam 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 thank you man that's it all over red rover so it's a brutal game but that's why we love it that's why we play and anyway uh we had some uh, one of the zingers of the day was um my mate brad had um can't stop by the red hot chili peppers and it was one of his last songs i said brad you forgot to finish that off it should say can't stop losing and the boys had a good chuckle at that didn't they the boys had a good chuckle uh, so that was one of my better zingers from the day. There were some good ones. Uh, you know, we had the Big Bash on. There was like 74 games of Big Bash on Australia Day, which is phenomenal. So we had the Big Bash on outside, the Better 100 cranking, drinking VBs. Um, you know, a good fun day. Nothing too stressful. And, you know, it was great. It was a great time. I was bagged pretty considerably because two of my songs in the top seven were Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne and Seven Things by Miley Cyrus, both of which I will stand behind till the day I die. They absolutely crank. And, you know, you can ridicule me for my betting tips, my hair, um, you know, my three-year stint in a Westfield car park. But I maintain to this day, there's one thing you should never be insulted about, and it's your taste in music. So you can keep on coming, lads, but I will not be rattled on that one minor detail. But, like I said, if you do want to rattle me, there is a myriad of things I'm actually insecure about. Um, but music is not one of them, dude. I'll crank Taylor Swift seven days a week, public holidays, I don't care. And that's just how it is. So I, I return fire pretty aggressively on that. And the winner was a song by Queens of the Stone Age. I can't even remember it. Um... I was blind uh, physically and also emotionally by the end of the hot of the Better 100. I just lost three songs back to back. I mean, I was freaking out. My roommate Adam, the jammy bastard one. This guy fucking loves a free kick in life. I'll tell you that. You know, this guy, oh, he just loves it. He's just bought a house. Why not? Well, you've just bought a house, mate. Here's, take my fucking money as well. You know, 20 bucks. That's all I had for a fucking house deposit. You know, chuck it on your mortgage. Thanks for coming. Keep in touch, mate. You know? But yeah, so that was the better 100. It was a cracking day. I didn't I didn't go out that night. Uh, the lads did. I actually, I pulled the pin in a rare, in a rare withdrawal from me. I just fucking sat, up, sat on the balcony, cranked a few tunes, and uh, and had a, had, I knocked over the rest of the proper 12 and just sat there and had a good old time. Um but yeah, I think I seriously need to fucking, you know, like, plane's got to land a bit. I need to chill out, as they say. Um, drinking too much. Some people say I'm living too much. But no, I am in fact drinking too much. So, I'm going to try and cool the heels a bit over the coming weeks. Um, I'm not going to go out and make a sweeping statement saying I'm off the piss for a month. Uh, because... We don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I'm not making any commitments. Uh, my only commitment is to no commitment. Thank you. But yeah, let me finish this bad boy off. What do we got here? So. Oh yeah. So I was in Dan Murphy's the other day. Last story and we're out. I don't have any news items. Uh, I don't know. 
there's I don't know, there's not much been not not much fun news lately, I don't think. Uh but yeah. Last little thing here, dude, Dan Murphy's. Now, we all know Dan Murphy's. It's a very lucrative bottle shop chain, a liquor store. Not to be confused with liquor land. Uh, but it's a fantastic chain. It's got pretty much every alcohol you could ever want. And the staff there are very friendly. Like, very friendly. And the problem with Dan Murphy's is, you go in there, and these guys, it's too bantery for mine. These guys want to be your best friend. You know, they want to freaking, they want to get to know you. They want to know what makes you tick, what what you're looking for, what you're hoping for. What do you study at uni, mate? And I, I went in the other day to get some, a bottle of Prosecco. We had like a work lunch. And uh, so I went up, you know, I'm the most, sorry, the least valuable employee in my company. So if, if we need to go pick up a freaking slice of cheese from Woolies, you better believe Billy D gets sent on that errand. Um, and I love it. You know, I put a podcast in the Metro. It's a great time. But so I go up to, Dan Murphy's. Now, I personally don't drink Prosecco uh, or champagne, so I don't really know what to get. But I know the girls just want like a shiny bottle of something just to freaking pop off. So I asked the guy, I said, oh, excuse me, I walk in, I go, excuse me, where's the champagne section? They go, oh, you're after Prosecco? I go, yes. They go, no worries, we'll just get James over. He'll be able to help you out. And immediately I go, fuck, fuck, god damn it, no. This James bloke, I fucking hear him before I see him. Oh my God, how are you? So you're after some Prosecco. And he wasn't gay. He was just so high energy. He kind of transcended the sexual spectrum. Um, this guy, he's just loving it. He goes, come with me. He's basically, he's got me by the arm, you know. He's like, so what's the occasion? What's your star sign? Who's your first girlfriend? You know, we're chatting. I'm talking to this bloke for about 20 minutes about Prosecco. And... You know, it's like, he's telling me where it's made. And I'm on the company card, so I don't even give a shit about the price. He's telling me, where he goes, do you want something lighter? This was made in France. Um, this part, the region in France where this particular bottle was made. Uh, it's so funny. It's actually a drier region. But you know what? Last summer, fuck, it was wet. They had a wet summer. And you'll taste that in the Prosecco. I go, what? It's, it's damper. <laughs> he did not appreciate that. Um, but I'm talking to this guy for like 20 minutes and this is, there should be a thing in, in Dan Murphy's dude. Uh, you should be able to like put up a flag or something that says no customer service, please. Just a bare bones transaction for me. So this guy, well, I talked to this guy for like 25 minutes. And by the end I go, look, mate, I just want something shiny that the, that we can just go like pop off in the air, you know? Pretend I'm freaking, I've just bought a yacht I can't afford. That's the vibe I'm going for. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, you just want this one. How hard's that, brother? What are you freaking making a bit of commission for the, you making a, a bit of commission per word spoken? What are you going for here, mate? Okay, point me to the cheapest, most appropriate option and let's get this show on the road. And then Dan Murph, is, it, it's, it's a spectrum with these people. They got zero and a hundred. They got, they got Chatty Cathy over here telling you about the history of each grape in a fucking bottle of wine, you know, who, who its dad fucked to make it or whatever. And then you got freaking cold bitch McGee who's asking you for your ID before you even get out of your car and is asking for a freaking debit card to back it up, you know? 
This is Australia, okay? There's no, don't ID me at the bottle shop. Don't look me in the eye. Cash or card, babe. That's all I need to hear. Cash or card. I think we can all agree that if you want, if we want a customer service, dude, I'd go to America where you got some guy groveling for a $3 tip, okay? I personally don't care for it. I want a bare bones in and out transaction at all times. And and that's that's the Australia I want to live in, okay? So that's that. And that is the end of the podcast, dude. Um, yeah, not, nothing to announce in this crazy world. Some people did um, notice that I did not go to Perth Fringe this year. Thanks for noticing. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to Perth or Adelaide Fringe or Melbourne Comedy Festival this year. Not viable for me, unfortunately, um, due to the financial licking I took in 2020. Uh, and it's just too, it's too risky, to be honest. I would love to come and do the shows, but I mean, look what happened to my show in Sydney in December. I mean, the day of my show, my show was on. And then one guy gets off a plane and licks everyone. Show's cancelled. That's it. All over Red Rover. And, you know, I was lucky, actually, in a way that, you know, that was a Sydney show. If that was Adelaide, and then I got freaking, had to quarantine when I came back to Sydney or something, and I would have lost all the money, and morale would have been low, and, you know, it's just not worth it at the moment. But I will come to every major city in Australia this year. Probably not Darwin, probably not Hobart. Maybe Hobart, probably not Darwin. But I'm not really anything out. But I'll come to everywhere else. That's a Billy D promise. So, thanks for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Because these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's stronger than me, don't you wait too long.